Welcome to the Pumner Blast podcast. Uh, this is our new segment called Hot Off the Press, where we'll be discussing new Pumner-related articles coming out in major journals like New England Journal of Medicine, JAMA, or Lancet. We want to give you first access to information about these articles uh, so that you're able to discuss them with colleagues and friends. Joining me today is uh, Erin from Erin Synapses, who you might have heard before. Uh, she'll be presenting our first article. Uh, what article is this? Yeah, so this is an article out of JAMA from uh, June of 2016, uh, and the title is Effect of Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction Versus Cognitive Behavioral Therapy Versus Usual Care on Back Pain and Functional Limitations in Adults with Chronic Low Back Pain. Uh, and this is a randomized control trial, uh, very relevant to our field. Uh, we see a lot of pain, specifically back pain. And this article is looking at you know, non-pharmacological intervention that can be used potentially to help um, some of our patients. Uh, the article uh, specifically is trying to look at the mindfulness-based uh, re- stress reduction um, therapy to see if that particularly is uh, improving chronic low back pain as CBT has already been shown to help. And what they did is they uh, took a group of patients aged 20 to 70 years old um, and split them into three different groups, the mindfulness-based group, CBT, and usual care. From there, they went through uh, eight weeks of the different um, treatment modalities. The population targeted was people with nonspecific low back pain. So this is not people with a known cause such as spinal stenosis. Uh, They also included people undergoing litigation um, for obvious reasons. And then also got rid of people that uh, the low back pain was not bothersome to a higher degree. Uh, Their score would be less than four on their their bothersome scale that they used. Or pain rated um, less three or less on the uh, typical 0 to 10 scale. Um, so it's really patients who don't have a really uh, specific reason for them to have in the low back pain that they've had it for more than three months, really any age, and uh, putting them through these different therapies to see if we can uh, improve their pain um, and their ability to function with it. So it was two hours per week for eight weeks. It was led by um, instructors in the mindfulness-based group that have had anywhere from five to 29 years experience using this specific type of therapy. On the CBT group, you actually use PhD psychologists, people that are well-trained in these therapies, and they all followed uh, the same protocol to make sure that all the patients were getting very similar therapies, and they actually monitored that to make sure people were following the protocol. Uh, And then they followed up with them um, 26 weeks from the initial start is when uh, all the results are tabulated from. And they looked mainly at... um, Doing, redoing the disability questionnaire to see if there's a clinical improvement in this score as well as the bothersomeness scale, again, looking for a clinical improvement. And what they found was at 26 weeks, 60.5% of people in the mindfulness-based group had a clinically improvement in their uh, disability rating score. Uh, CBT had, it was similar and 57.7%. And this was compared to uh, 44.1% improvement in the usual care group. 
So, of course, we all know that the natural history of low back pain is that uh, a lot of people are going to get better over time. So I think that's kind of what the usual care group is showing, that uh, there's a good percentage that will improve. But this obviously produced a clinically significant improvement over what uh, our low back patients with nonspecific low back pain would uh, normally see. Uh, They also looked at the bothersomeness score, and uh, those in the mindfulness group had a 43.6% improvement, and those in the CBT group had a 44.9%. Again, similar between those two groups, when you compare to usual care, um, usual care had a 26% increase uh, improvement in their bothersomeness of their back pain. Um, So again, this was uh, statistically significant, showing that, um, you know, these uh, different um, strategies uh, not only improve um, the amount of disability a patient's having from their low back pain, but the amount of impact it's having on their daily life and how bothersome it is to them. For those of you that don't know, um, some of the things uh, involved in mindfulness-based stress reduction include um, didactic components, uh, talking about uh, pain and, 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 and um, what might be going into their pain, And then a lot of it is the mindfulness practice. This includes body scanning, yoga, meditation, um, really focusing um, on what they're feeling so that they um, kind of understand where their pains are coming from and uh, practicing relaxation while they're doing that. Uh, Whereas CBT is more focused on thoughts and behaviors and uh, trying to change those uh, behaviors to better cope with pain. So um, similar strategies, but uh, overall, I think it shows that you know these interventions that are you know have a low risk um, are are good options for patients with this uh, whether we don't really have a great uh, cause for the back pain um, going forward. Another good uh, tool to have in our pocket. Yeah, so it's nice to have high quality evidence kind of supporting the use of uh, pain psychology and pain psychiatrists and kind of the treatment regimen of patients with lower back pain. You know, often I think us as uh, PNR residents get frustrated with some of these patients and uh, having more tools is helpful. Uh, I wonder if it would be helpful uh, in the future for residents in our field to get some training on these techniques so at least we can you know, start the process and give the patients you know, something while they're in clinic with us instead of having to refer out. Yeah, and I think uh, this is relevant because uh, a lot of us practice at the VA. The VA actually has a mindfulness-based um, therapy program for the veterans that we've started to send patients to, so it'll be interesting to see kind of what results we get from that. All right, great. So uh, thanks, Aaron, for that quick update. Uh, again, these are just going to be kind of brief uh, summaries of these articles without a more in-depth critical analysis, uh, but uh, we'd like to hear your feedback. Uh, you can contact us at pulmonarblast at gmail.com or look for our Twitter uh, link or our Facebook page. Um, We will be back uh, soon with more hot off the press and uh, critical analysis of uh, different articles. Aaron, what are you planning on doing your next uh, Aaron Synapse? Uh, We'll get to it soon. Keep looking for things in the literature. So keep keep an eye out for that as well. Uh, Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you soon.